Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Fantastic Books Gaming Podcast with me, Dan Grubb. And we are very, very lucky this week because we are joined by the artist himself. I've got him, he's here. Bartek Jock is here. Hello, everybody. In hey. the studio. So, yeah, hi, Bart. Thanks for joining us, hey. man. Hey, Dan. So, uh, rather than just rattle on about how awesome the game is, because you know yeah. how awesome the game is, we've played the game a hundred times, we're going to keep playing it. Um, you've been very closely involved uh, with um, with the final artistic decisions about the Gorgon's yeah. Lock, um, what extras to add on in the artwork, and and we we kind of let you have quite a how would you put it like have quite a long reign like a dog, <laughs> but you know give you lots of um, uh, freedom yeah freedom to explore your art right so. Now we're going to talk about the expansion pack, the Oakenwild expansion, which yeah. of course is coming to Kickstarter very soon. Um, I think, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think you've been even more closely involved this time with uh, decisions like the enemy, for example. Yeah, and yeah like the one we, we're going to have here. Mm -hmm. Now the enemy for, uh, I, I haven't even announced this yet, so this is an exclusive announcement for people who right, are, uh, are daft time. Yeah, yeah, All absolutely. Right. For people who are stupid enough to download the podcast and listen to us, me and you, just babbling on. Right? Yeah. Okay, so well done. Here comes your exclusive. So the enemy, um, of course, the Oakenwild expansion comes with Hjalva and Hjolven Oakenwild, the twins. Um, so they're going to have, you're going to have a standee for each of them. You're going to have a character card for each of them with a specialist skill. And you're also going to have um, a, a scoreboard for the action and health points for each of those two characters. But that's not the whole expansion pack. We've got lots and lots of extra things coming with it. Uh, and one of them is a brand new enemy. So much like the goblins and the wild hounds, there are six of the new enemies. And the new enemies we have decided are a bandit. So what's the inspiration behind a bandit, Bart? Uh, first thoughts, uh, it was uh, uh, like a pirate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, like a proper old-school pirate yeah, old from like the 18th century, century right? something yeah. like that. Uh -huh. I remember we had a we had an awesome evening just playing the game, just playing the Gorgon's Lock together, and then we got talking about the new enemy. Tuck. And, what, over two or three hours, we just discussed nothing but the new enemy? Tuck. Amazing. Amazing. The enemy knew both pieces. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely Still. love it. Have you had any thoughts on the, um, on the mechanics of the bandit yet? Because we've, they've changed a little. They have changed yes, a little, right? Yes, this this enemy is going to have uh, two weapons. Two weapons, yeah. Yes. And they're going to use those automatically, right? That's right. So go ahead and tell us about the two weapons. Uh, the first one is going to be a, like a, a meal weapon. Yeah, like a ranged weapon. And that's... Uh, oh, the melee... Yeah, the, yeah sorry, melee, melee weapon. weapon. And is the first have one. we decided what that is actually going to be yet? I don't know. I, yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking like a curvy, curved cutlass sort of... Right? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same. Okay, cool. That's awesome. We, the amount of times that happens. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the second weapon, we're not going to have them kind of dual-wielding melee weapons or anything. No, um, no, no. So what's it going to be? Uh, it's going to be a, the throwing knife. A throwing knife. Awesome. So, so now we've got a new enemy coming in. And thanks to the chat that uh, Bart and I had about them, they've got both a ranged and a melee attack. Now, we've got ranged enemies at the moment. The skeleton, the bowman. skeleton bowman, and that's the yeah. only ranged weapon we've got, and uh, and we don't have any of the other enemies with ranged weapons. 
So, of course, your characters can go ahead and find Eremor's bow or Wyatt's chakram. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, and, and take the ranged weapon in that regard. But this is going to be the first enemy for the Gorgon's Lock that actually can, uh, can attack you at distance, which is going to yeah. be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Um, we've given it the same power as the Skeletal Bowman. So we've got 2d6 for attack on the ranged weapon. And we were going to go for 3d6 for the melee, weren't we? Uh, it's a bit are we too going? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's too overpowered. Not for the... Okay, you've got a ranged enemy coming in. They're at range, 2d6 as they're firing away at you. Then eventually they get to you into melee range. And for 3d6, this mechanic works really well. You know, yes. don't let them yes, get too close or they'll, or they'll have a better chance of killing you. That's right. But given the search mechanic, we can just spawn a bandit straight in front of you and it's going to have an attack of 3d6. Like a Queen's Guard. Like a Queen's Guard, right? Or a yeah. Lycan Hallwalker, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I think it's too OP yeah, for, too for a bandit, too right? Powerful. And with, the, with there being six of these guys coming in... Six uh, and eight? Uh, six or eight, I think that's another decision to be finalised, I think. At the minute, in the paperwork, it's six, but we can discuss that. We can discuss that. It could, it could yeah. be eight. But there's a lot of them. And I think every single one of the new dungeons is going to have six bandits in. So every one of the six dungeons, I've, I've finished them, by the way. You're, All right. You're, yeah, so I'll, I'm going to give that titles in this podcast, but I'm not going to... Read it later. Yeah, I'm not going to do the story bits, but I'll give the titles of each one. And, uh, okay. Yeah, and that'll be a little teaser. <laughs> okay, so we've got the two new characters coming. We've got uh, the new bandit. Uh, we've got the new enemy type, the bandit. We're going to attack with two, uh, with both both weapons. Both weapons. So yeah, if, he's, if he's at distance, two d six. Right. Uh, what about uh, defense? His Same. Def defense is also two d six. All yeah. right. So like a like a um, character. Yeah, like a player character, like a um, like a harpy. Mm -hmm. In fact, very mm -hmm. similar to a harpy because they're going to start with three health points as well. Okay. So they're going to be essentially identical to a harpy, but with a ranged weapon. weapon. Yeah. Yes. I'm not yes. sure about movement yet. We uh, don't know whether to make them move very fast or not so fast, because these are... Yeah, that's, that's a discussion to have. I think somewhere between four and six movement. I was thinking right now... Five. We could probably just lock that in, can't we? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So because the the other um, the other enemy is uh, wild hound, they've got a movement of five, oh, five or six, uh, five, five. I think the hound. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, I think I think the equivalent. These bandits are going to be quite fleet footed. They're going to maybe six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll look. We'll, what we'll do is we'll we'll. We'll put it all into the calculators and we'll find out what our options are for that. But they're going to be a formidable enemy. They're going to be a powerful enemy. Uh, we can try and, you know, just make a little standy and Absolutely. have a play. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait. So, next thing we're going to move on to is the room itself. We're getting a whole new board piece um, and it's going yes. to be the Oakenwild Home. The piece of board itself that comes is going to be exactly the same size as the Great Hall. Have you had any thoughts about how you are going to... Um, uh, uh, how you're going to create the art for the Oaken Wild Home? Um, I have a little idea. Mm -hmm. uh, a wooden floor. Nice, nice. Wooden floor with uh, some uh, wooden locks on the on the on the sides. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like a, like a proper like old a, school log cabin, yeah, right? Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. That's cool. And how's that going to fit into the Gorgon's Lock? artwork itself because of course we're using I just hope it's gonna fit, fit well yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be using normal board connectors 
These are going to be yes. so the the three by one inch stone sort of lava bridges. Um, have you had a thought about how they are going to uh, uh, work with the new room? And you know, have we, have we thought about this yet? We haven't really had a long meeting about the room, have we? No. So no. that's that's another great that's, night that's out a, coming. Yeah, that's, that's still have to <laughs> awesome be discussed. Yeah, but I've I've seen a few sketches mm -hmm. and yeah, the, I got some. the wooden floor idea is perfect because. The Oaken Wilds are supposedly from a, a Viking background. Yeah. So yeah. of course, wooden floors goes right along with wooden boats and wooden, you know. So wood is definitely the material. Yeah. Um, and wooden I think shields. And yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think wood yeah. and stone yeah. coming together is 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 a good plan. So the way it's going to connect to the normal Gorgon's Loch board pieces is just fire a normal lava bridge as we've as as comes with the with the uh, with the original game, but we're mm -hmm. going to put four into it. So we're going to have four lava bridges for four potential extra exits and entrances from the room. Uh, so now let's get on to the extra cards, the search cards themselves. Now we've got five extra search cards coming. There's a new weapon, there's some new armour, there's a new trap, there's a new magical potion and there's a new treasure. So we'll start off with what I believe to be the most kind of boring of the five, if you will. Mm. And that's the new treasure type. All right. So the new treasure type we've decided on Nordic silver. Uh, the reason we've gone for the Norse of, of, of leaning towards Nordic, of course, is because, because of the Vikings. Right? Yeah, so Vikings. exactly. So to fit uh, the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we want a new treasure in there. We want to throw some more treasure into the dungeon when these guys arrive, and we think it ought to be Viking treasure. So we don't really need to talk too much about that beyond that it's going to be a chunk of precious metal. And it's going to have a rune or similar haven't, carved into haven't it. Haven't think about it. No, we're going to we're going to move on so. to that. That's fine. That's that's <laughs> that's on the on the drawing board, right? That's right. Not oh, even. <laughs> no, not even. Not even. Yeah, it's it's in the skull right now. It's, it's in the skull inside. Okay, so deep. <laughs> indeed. So the first weapon, the the new weapon we're bringing in is called the Midnight Star, and the Midnight Star is a throwing weapon, much like Wyeth's Chakram yes. and Eremol's bow, um, but it's. Uh, I think when we were having the discussion about what to put into this pack, have another throwing weapon thrown in so that the party of players can have up to three ranged weapons, that right? Because if you find mm -hmm. the bow and the chakram and now this, because the all six bandits have ranged weapons and all six bandits attack powerfully with those ranged weapons. So I think it's a very good idea to, to have an extra ranged weapon. So we've gone for the Midnight Star. Um, what did you think about when you were putting together the artwork for that? Because I've seen the artwork for that. I haven't shown anyone yet, but it's, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. It's uh it looks almost, it looks like something that, um, that like the predator would have. Right. It looks almost kind of sci-fi in its, in its, yeah, it, right. Um, it yeah, could, with it, the shape. yeah mm. it could definitely be created in a blacksmith's place. You know, it could definitely be, be yeah. wrought out of metal for sure. But for me, it looks, um, uh, it, it looks ace. It looks great. I, f I forget how many wings it's got now. Is Maybe it's, five. Yeah, five, Something five or six blades. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty five cool. Plate. Five blades. And mm -hmm. it's. Would you say it's closer to a Death Star or like a, you know, like a like a classic Far Eastern throwing weapon Something than a, like uh, that. Something like that. I like it. It's lovely. I think it's excellent. Um, so I'm looking forward to showing off the artwork for that. Uh, let's move on to the new armour piece, because that's got quite a special story behind it. Um, yeah. Uh, a, a, a deer backer of the Gorgon's Loch uh, lost their, their deer dog, Tika, um, a, a little while ago. 
and they were very, very close to Tika, and it was a very sad, very, very long life they shared together, and it was very sad when Tika left. And Tika was very brave in her final few months. So what we wanted to do was to honour Tika's memory by adding something into the lock that was very powerful, um, that was uh, a very, a very good in defence, yeah. and would essentially improve the, the, the chances of succeeding in the dungeon to anyone who had it. So we went for a helm. Uh, so we've got Tika's Helm of Courage, which is a, a helmet. How would you describe it? Uh, like a, uh, I don't know, maybe a 17th, 16th century helm. From yeah. Like a medieval. It looks properly medieval, like man. It's, it, I love it. I love it. It looks ace and would definitely afford you plenty of protection from like throwing weapons mm -hmm. and melee stuff. Uh, is it gonna be uh, like mm, like uh, like with the uh, boots of haste? Yes. So you have it, it when you find it. Is it gonna be? It, it's yours. You're wearing it. Its effects are permanent. Until you die. As right? long as yeah, <laughs> until you die, and then of course it disappears back into the right. lock. All right. So awesome. But awesome. you can you can pass it to other people. So if for example you've got a player who um, who has something very valuable, has to survive. They're on their last life. Have no potions. Yeah, exactly. Right. Then, then if the situation allows for it, you can take one action point to pass the helm on to them, yeah. and then they're going to take the defensive awesome. effect. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a real it's it's the most powerful defensive piece of armor in the game, including from the original game, uh, and it's called Tika's Helm of Courage, and I think it's awesome. And will afford yeah, its wearer three d six in defense, which usually you would need um, um, you you would need a magical no, no, potion for scroll. that. Yeah. And well, of course, scrolls or potions—that's—that's—that's that's, that's a throwaway thing, just a one use only. But as soon as right. you find the helm, permanently three d six in defense. So, awesome, happy days. Awesome. Uh, right, black bimba. I'm going to go on to next. <laughs> black bimba. I I like the idea for two reasons. One, um, uh, friend Lee Quillen uh, from the Halifax Gaming Group. You know the Halifax shout. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, he had an idea of an extra card in the search pile and he was talking about a magical scroll that had this effect, a very rare scroll, as rare as the scroll of death, that allowed you to activate your specialist, specialist skill. skill. Because oh, it's what, okay. one in 36 chance of doing yeah. it, right? So it's super hard super to do. Hard. Yeah. So this stuff, this magical potion, is going, to, um, is going to activate that. I thought black is a great colour because your art is super realistic when it comes to 3D... Uh, 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 3D sort of uh, textures and 3D speed. You know, I, 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 I like it. Thanks I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, I, I told the story, I think in the last podcast, I can't remember, but I went to go and get a drink from uh, your mum's house, which is where me and Gabby and Lace are staying. Mm. And I opened the door to get, I think I was getting little vodka glasses actually for some party. And Don't I, ask me. <laughs> Don't and, ask me. And I opened, the, I opened the cupboard and the first thing I saw was a large health vial. Yeah. Because that <laughs> bottle was obviously your inspiration and ah, it's perfect. So you found a bottle yeah, I for found this. a bottle for this. Tell me about it. Uh, it's gonna be like a uh, like a skull. Uh huh. Like a uh, so like a human skull. Yeah. Human skull, but made from glass. Made from glass, beautiful, with a little flute at the top. And... Duck. Uh What about the color? I mean, it's called black bimba. Are you gonna go jet black, or have no, you had any thoughts about this? No, it's gonna be a little more like uh, brown. Okay. All right. So okay. Dark brown. A rusty blood, sort Something of like gnarly that. looking. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, and. Uh, why Bimba? Uh, do you want to explain to the ladies and gentlemen what Bimba is uh, in the Polish context? Bimba, yes. 
it is uh, like moonshine, right? Yeah, moonshine. Okay, so it's like it's, it's homemade, extremely strong alcohol. Tag. And out here, it's bimber is Polish word. Yeah, bimber, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. much like loch, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and bimber is a every family, every Polish family I've visited, they all have their own bimber. They've worked for generations to make yeah. it absolutely perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Grazina, for example, has like 20 different wonderful flavours and it's all been, it's incredible and it's all super strong. Yeah. And I remember the first half of every evening. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Black Bimba. So there's another, uh, there's another uh, 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 Polish link. Uh, did we say what what's it gonna do? Uh, yeah, so so the black bimba it's gonna be as rare as a as a scroll of death, so there's gonna be only two of these cards added to the search pile. And um, um no we no we're gonna go two. We're gonna go two. Right. It, it needs to be as rare as the scroll of death for this right. one because a lot of the specialist skills Is cause only death. Two scroll of death? Yeah, All that's right. right. That's so right. let's stay with two. Absolutely. And uh, it's going to activate your specialist skill. Oh. So if you're no lesser Tundershack your specialist skill is double, double kill, kill, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go and step up toe-to-toe with the Gorgon Queen, a Lycan Hallwalker to one side or the other, and you happen to have a single action point left but have uh, a, a bottle of Black, Black Bimba, happy days. You can take right. them both out in one. So it's an extremely powerful new potion that's coming in, and we're looking forward to how that's going to affect people's gameplay. Can't wait. <laughs> no, absolutely. Can't um, wait. <laughs> the final extra card is a new trap, and uh, I've named this one, which is why it sounds so silly. <laughs> the trap is called Chomp. Chomp. Chomp, as in chomp, right? Okay. okay. So it's called a Chomp Trap. And uh, the way it manifests is you stand on a tile, like as you stand on the tile, uh, because, of course, you're going to find this in the search pile, as just like every other trap. So as soon as you decide to search and you find a, find a Chomp Trap, this thing is going to chomp on your leg. And it's going to cause you one health point, no matter what. There is no dice roll. There is no getting out of it or not. That's why it, I like this one. <laughs> absolutely, it's a, it's you. You cannot escape it unless you have a scroll of immunity, which we've spoken about now. And the scroll of immunity is quite a mundane, boring-sounding kind of scroll until you think about what it actually is, because you use it after a trap has got you. That's so it, it reverses the effects of a snake bite. Or a spider bite, or a, a swinging blade, or falling rocks. Exactly right. So the only way you can reverse the effect of falling rocks is by winding time back. So it's the scroll of like immunity that. is the first time scroll in the Gorgon's Luck, which is awesome. <laughs> right. So that's, that's a wonderful bit of magic. So happy with that. So the only way that you can avoid the damage uh, from a chomp, chomp trap chomp is trap. if you have a scroll of immunity. Oh, Otherwise, it will take you out. Have you had a thought about the artwork for the chomp trap? We were talking about um, like a the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Okay. Star Wars reference there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, uh, yeah so a sort of a, a a a hole with teeth and it just sort of arrives in the in the stone beneath your feet and chomp right. Yeah. So, but still, still thinking. Still, I'm still still thinking of it. I'm really interested in what that artwork's going to look like because I think it's uh, I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be very cool. I, there, there's lots of kind of old. Uh, they're called B movie horrors, like the old Do we school. One on one inch. Uh... No, we don't no. for that. No, no, so, we no, we don't find a one by right. one tile. This is this is going to be a search card itself. So it's it's going to fit into the same trap cycle as the falling rocks. Awesome, and everything else. because I was thinking I, I need to do a 
small graphic for one and one. No, no, no. You can yeah. go ahead and do awesome. it. Do a nice awesome. big so, graphic for it. Yeah. yeah, and then of course we can use that for uh, for marketing and promo images as well. We can have a we, we can have a, a hero falling into it and this sort of thing, right? So. There's lots of stuff coming up in the future for that. Yeah. So yeah, that's the chomp trap. So that is all five extra cards. Uh, there's a few extra chits and things. There's uh, for the um, uh, for the campaign. The campaign's going to come with six new dungeons to play through. But I'm not going to go into any great detail about those no, now. No, no, no. no. Um, that, we'll save that for another podcast. Huh? No. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to give you the titles now of all six dungeons um, of the new. Oak and Wild expansion, and Bart's hearing these for the first time now. So Dungeon 1 is called Awaken Oak and Wilds. And I'd love to give you some more information, but I'm not going to. <laughs> the second is called Tika's Defence. Nice, I love it. And that the, the prize for completing that dungeon is to get Tika's uh, uh, Helm of, of courage. courage. The awesome. third is for Port Mist. And Port Mist is the port where the Oak and Wilds lived, where their father took them as children... Uh, who they fought for in the world of the in, in the universe of the Gorgon's Lock, so uh, so that one's a that one's a, a pride mission for Port Mist. Nice uh, dungeon four is Oaken Wild's Revenge. Revenge. Uh, for those of you uh, astute enough to have paid attention to the uh, to the to the, the the lore that we've written about the Oaken Wilds and how they ended up in the Gorgon's Lock, uh, will realise that they were both terribly violated by having their bodies eaten by a Lycan Hallwalker. So this is. Um, a revenge mission based on taking out some hall walkers. So that should be an interesting one. Um, dungeon number five is Do Unto Others. And this involves the um, the, the corpse tile that I was mentioning ah. to you. But, uh, 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 okay, but secrets. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that does involve one of the new chit tiles. And it does involve... No, business. absolutely. <laughs> there, yeah, there's, there's definite spoilers there. So, But yeah, that one's called Do Unto Others. And the final one is called Frozen in Time. And the sixth dungeon is always with these expansion packs and the main game. This is the dungeon where you get the opportunity to take out the Gorgon Queen. And that one's called Frozen in Time. We've experimented with some, um, with some different mechanics this time. It's not all go and find this, put it here, do that. You know, there's, there's, there's lots of different ways that we've used the storm system this time around. Uh, and I am extremely excited to drag you into our next play test mate which is going to happen probably in the next two or three days if you're up for it all right so Fine. so awesome. if, you, if you've awesome. got some space yeah. let's do this i'm on it cool so it only <laughs> it only uh, uh remains for me to say thank you very much for joining us for the podcast but uh how did you find it i know you were very nervous before because yes i was yeah <laughs> well you shouldn't be because you know uh, it's, it's it's my first time <laughs> mm-hmm. so. yeah first podcast for Bart. oh awesome okay so we, we've snapped that up as well first so ever so yeah so when you <laughs> so when you're a super famous like world-class art i mean you're already a world-class artist but when you're super famous in the future just don't forget us little people. Okay? Oh. Just, don't, just don't forget. <laughs> we want you back. That's all. All right. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's I'm it. With you. There we go. That's episode uh, 12 or 13. I think episode 12. I don't know. Let's go 12. Uh, that's episode 12 of the Fantastic Books Gaming Podcast with me, Dan Grubb, and my special guest this week, Bart Jock. Thanks very much for joining us, Bart. Super. Dziękuję. You take care of yourselves, adventurers. Onwards. Uh, hi, folks. Dan here. Um, I've just re-listened to the podcast after running it through our editing software and I realised that at no point did I point you dear listeners at the current pre-launch page um, for the Oak and Wild expansion. So I'm going to do it here in a cheeky bit at the end, uh, so I hope you don't mind. Um, the website to visit is bit.ly 
That's bit.ly forward slash four Oakenwild. Now, the four Oakenwild bit is um, is case sensitive. So it's capital F, lowercase O-R, four, and capital O, lowercase A-K-E-N-W-I-L-D. So that's bit.ly forward slash four Oakenwild. And that will take you to our pre-launch page uh, where you can hit the notify me button and um, be one of the first to grab hold of a copy of your expansion packs when we do go live at 8pm BST on the 1st of June. So yeah, thanks for that. And thanks again, Bartek. You were wonderful. Cheers, adventurers. Bye.